one job for the day and I'm on my way to the next one so this is kind of on the cusp of the trip home with chop 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 and I'm on my way but yeah it's kind of an in-between thing and uh, yeah I just I guess I'm just I could be listening to a podcast and learning something but I don't know I just feel like having a chat so I might pick up and there's somebody skating in the Lions Park um, at Long Jetty on the border of Long Jetty and Baday Bay where um, the Wealth Emporium grow your financial future and there's the big rocket that the kids climb in next to the Central Coast batteries. Somebody's getting their roller skate on in there. And then we've got a, a, a legend that just flew through the lights and squeezed in in one of those um, Nissan El Grande, um, you know, pimped out people movers. Um, with all the bells and whistles and that, you know. Kind of ugly, really. So, on that note, talking about cars. My first car. So, you know, it's the mid-80s, some 16. You know, I bought an old Escort, like a 72, 74, whatever it was. It was all right. I, I never registered it, and I don't even know why. I used to just drive it, like, you know, about half a kilometre of or not even that, maybe down the road. I bought it off of a, a guy that I met who became like a mentor to me. I bought it off his sister or his girlfriend or something for a hundred bucks, something like that. Anyway, and then I remember getting the next, no, a, a, what's the name? A HB Tirana. That was a monstrosity. Um, then, you know, bad slipping um, automatic transmission and it was just a basket case anyway I think the parents paid 300 bucks for it I think I got the XB and my mum and my mum helped me with that so God love my mum she like helped me you know where she whenever she could if you know I needed it and you know I'm young and you know wasn't really working a full time job or anything just doing a little bit of this and a little bit of that and then I think after that XC station wagon sedan it was a goldy coloured one bronze bronzy coloured and um, I went everywhere in that and um I remember back in the day, and you'd be taking your mates around, right? You'd be driving your mates around, and you'd run out of petrol, and they'd all get out and walk off and leave you. And I remember I went to Sydney 
to try and live with one of my dad's brothers. And I got a job in, a, in Granville or Auburn, something like that. And I just I didn't get on. It was just nothing happening there, you know. Um, and I think previously, I think I ended up at Green Valley for a short period um, with some old friends um, that I'd grown up with in, in Ashcroft. And they'd moved out to Green Valley. And I remember staying there for a little while. And, but there was some real sort of sketchy, shady shit going on there. And that was where um, I remember Uncle Harry saying, um, you know, he wasn't my uncle, but that was what you referred to. Uh, Neighbours that you knew for a long time and that you were friendly or close with. You called them auntie and uncle, right? That was just a respect thing. So anyway, I remember Uncle Harry telling me, you know, I don't know. Don't be driving around everywhere, you know. They, they, they're walking away from you when you run out of petrol. No one's, no one's putting their hand in their pocket to, you know, to help you with. And he was right, and he was. And I think I did stop, you know, being the, the taxi for everybody. Anyway, I didn't stay there long. I moved back to the coast, and um, I think I um, got a job in a factory. And I remember um, getting a, a Subaru um, station wagon four-wheel drive, like a late 70, 78 model or something. And they still weren't really a thing at that time, Subaru. They were still kind of new, but this thing was all right. But then after a little while, the CV joint started rattling and I don't know, whatever else was wrong with it, I just wasn't... Um, wasn't really sort of car orientated at that time because I, I didn't have anybody that was that was showing me those things. So like, you know, um, my father wasn't there doing that stuff with me, and and um, and you know, so um, and, and, oh, he wasn't my stepdad at the time, but you know, my mum's partner. He became my stepdad um, when they, you know, I mean, they got married and I never really lived with them, you know, like for a long period of time and I stayed with them in between and that. But, you know, Les wasn't into, you know, repairing cars and stuff. So, you know, if I wasn't learning from uh, mates, then, you know, it just it wasn't happening. And that didn't happen until year, a couple of years later. And I sort of like learned about more about cars after otherwise I probably could have kept a couple of those on the road longer myself so anyway um, yeah the, the, the Subaru and then after that the UC Tirana like a Sunbird and that was wasn't that was probably the most decent out of all of the cars I mean the XB was good but it was big huge on petrol anyway I got the the UC I bought it off Les can't remember how much. I was working at Chickadee Chicken at Lizzie at that time, and I was making good money. I was like, I was bringing home like seven, eight hundred bucks a week after tax. Back back then, that was good money. I was working like, you know, double shifts, and um, yeah, that was really good money back then. I'm 20, 19, 20, 20, 21, something like that. Anyway, that's all all good. And then. Um, I just drove that into the ground 
And I, I had that for a little while, though. But I drove that into the ground. And um, uh, I, I sold it because the engine was, like, you know, reconditioned and it was brand new. Les had put that in, you know, it cost him 500 bucks or something. Back then, you know, 30 years ago. So, and I had five slotted kidney mags on it, but the rest of it rusted out. Because I was living in Budgiewoy that, at that time, and I was there probably for about a year, and the car just rusted out. Anyway, I, after that, I think I've, I got a VB or a VC sedan, immaculate, um, a manual, just spotless, tidy. And um, that was a good car. And I had that for a little while, but again, you know, I knew how to do water and oil and, um, you know, I knew, you know, tyre pressure and things like that. But I wasn't really sort of like, you know, I, I was looking after it. I mean, I remember, I think I burned a clutch out in a towing up a horse trailer or something. And um, I still didn't know a lot about cars, though. So anyway, that was that one. See, and he and I'm I'm, I'm about probably 23 by this stage, and I've already had like yeah, how many cars? You count them, yeah. The, the, you know, um, the Escort and the H HB and the you know I've had five cars already. So <laughs> I set the standard, didn't I? The bar had been set. And then I think after that, I traded that, um, can't, don't even remember why, uh, for a bloody Sigma. It was, it was actually, it was a Chrysler something. I think I was, um, I think I'd become a parent by then. I was 24. I still had that car. I had that car the longest. I think I'd become a parent, and then um, I think uh, I don't know we were going away or or something. I don't know. I can't remember exactly. But anyway, I I sold it and I bought something uh, Sigma Chrysler Sigma Burgundy thing. Um, ugly. That thing. I forgot to put the handbrake on one night. Rolled down the driveway across the road killed the neighbour's um, letterbox. Western Red Cedar letterbox. Cost me 50 bucks to replace that. Uh, nearly went through the went through a lounge room if it wasn't for the a rock garden that she had that was uh, you know, in, in the front at the front of the that, of the house. That was about, you know, maybe three foot off the front part of the house car pulled up there so anyway I think I've, we went to WA to show off the the firstborn son to the sister-in-law and I sold that car and we went over just for like two weeks and ended up staying five months or something you know and it, Love the place. We were going to live there. 
and it was yeah it was all right over there actually anyway things happened and you know um she's a long way from the family uh um, you know I, and I, we, so we came home and um came back to, to toronto i think and um i think i um I, we didn't have a car um i got picked up something like a Renault one of those oh, really super ugly sedan little oh, just had like a GT stripe over the boot lid and white it was a like a lime green colour faded though um, and it was just like it was great on petrol like 10 bucks and I could drive you know anywhere in it um, change the rocket cover gasket yourself you could do it, you know, like that. And I was kind of just an interim car. And then, and then I got a job. Um, and, um, uh, yeah, at the, at the uh, at a local hotel. Um, which didn't take me long for that to happen. And then, oh, I can't remember. Um, I think I... I ended up with a Sigma. Um, and we might have moved from there out to Fassifern. And then the, the second child was born. And I had this Sigma. So I'm just putting cars to places, right? And, uh, and, uh, and you know, where I, where I was and what was happening at that time. So the Sigma. And I remember... Because I used to work like twice on a Thursday and twice on a Friday, I, and I, I think I, I may have had like one day off. And I'd work for a couple of hours on a Sunday as well, just to get extra money, right? But yeah, they had me, like they owned me, pretty much. But you know, you got to do what you got to do when you're a young father, right? So. Uh, and, you know, I, I, I enjoyed the work, had a lot of fun, met a lot of people. Anyway, I remember um, having a prang in it early in the morning. I think going to pick up the partner and the kids from her parents. And somebody was doing a U-turn. Like, um, it was out west at a spot where you weren't supposed to. And I'd hit him in the backside. And, um, I, I mean, the damage to their car was nothing. Um, I, they had a tow bar that did a little bit of damage to mine. Anyway, I got it fixed by a local panel beater that drank at the hotel and he looked after me, you know, with a price and, um, you know, I supplied some of the parts and that to make it cheaper. So, and fi fixed that and kept, that was, a, I think it was a five-speed SE, a 2.6 litre. I drove that thing to Queensland. It was uh, tidy. It, that was a, 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 a decent, a decent car. I loved it. I, I did. It was a great, it was a, it was a Mitsubishi Sigma, this one. 
And yeah, it was tidy. It was an SE. It was like a top of the range one, you know. And um, I can't remember what I did after that day, or what, it, what, what, what whatever happened to that vehicle. Um, I think um, the second child was born, and we just needed something bigger. And I think because the father-in-law was in the Fords and whatnot, he had an XD or an XE or something, and he's encouraged me. You know, I ended up getting an XD or an XE station wagon, um, beige or thorn or something like that in colour. And uh, uh, it wasn't bad. It was big. It was safe. It was thirsty. All right. So anyway, I'm working at the hotel, and the guys are all into fishing and full driving up the beach. So I have, um, I think we live in a Kerry Bay by this stage. I have, yeah, I'll, just, yeah, I'll get a full drive. So I buy a second hand, I buy a, a Series 2A Land Rover of somebody in um, Hamel over that way. And um, I had all these receipts for all this work that had been done to it. And I got it home and I had a mate who was really good with cars and we were gonna just rebuild it, you know, right. Anyway, I don't think it needed much at the time, but I remember a heap of receipts were written for it and they all had this one place in the Hamilton where the work was done. And none of the work had been done. I was just, it was just, Dodge, dodgy as, and I went there and confronted them about it, and they didn't want to know. You know, it was just you know nothing you can do about it, right? It is what it is. So anyway, the beauty of it was that um, I had a, a mate who was pretty handy, and I knew a few people through the hotel, and, and you know, um, just built the thing from the ground up. You know, like. Um, just getting stuff from the full drive joint of guitar and I had a, had a few things machined up by a couple of local fitter and turners which cost me like a couple of long necks and stuff like that but you know we put like flexi hoses and new slave cylinders and master cylinders and we did lots to it right put a dicky seat in the back um you know, had it all passed by engineers and, you know, proper um, high tensile steel bolts and um, got a little bench seat out of an Isuzu, stuck that in the back because it was only a two-door. And you could take the roof off of this thing and you could... Um, it had the the, foot, the spare tyre on the on the bonnet, but you could take that off and, and put it inside. There was two places where you could put it. You could take the door tops off. The car was made of aluminium, but some of the framing was steel. So anyway, I loved it, but it had a, um, oh, I swear it was like a two and a quarter litre engine in it, and it was, uh, it was tired, it had enough. The pistons were slapping around in there, so um, I think I'd, I'd moved, I'd, I'd um, I was working at another hotel then, and um, I 
I ended up borrowing the money off my old boss to put a, a 186 in it, which is what was done. That's what people were putting in those old Land Rovers. So anyway, and I paid a local backyard mechanic to do it, and the kind of the it blew out. The budget got, you know, more and more, and we were questioning it. And my mate, because he didn't want to do it. Anyway, he didn't want to do that, but he helped me with all the other stuff. So anyway, we got the engine in and got it all running, and it was all good. And, but it needed a, an extra gear, you know, and it was a bit, it wasn't really, you know, good for the kids. So anyway, I ended up trading it in because I had a, a job and I got a, like, um, oh, a 10-year-old, um, because it was about 1996 or something like that, or 1995, and I got a, like a 10-year-old um, Jackaroo, top of the range, one to five speed, and um, that was all right. Um, but they're full drives, like they're expensive, right? I already had that lesson. But anyway, I got this really nice, comfortable full drive, and I ended up leaving... Toronto and went back to the coast and ended up working in demolition and I was making really good money and I used it to tow big high side trailers full loads and I did a clutch in it and replaced that and, but it was good, it took us everywhere, did the job so drove that around for a little while and started having issues electrical blah 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 and my mechanic at the time said you know what he said get rid of it so I did, <laughs> but I didn't get anything that I <laughs> that I should have for the family, right? And I think um, I think I might have been in between jobs at that time. So um, yeah, I kind of just, and I think the car was still under finance. <laughs> So I've swapped the guy, an FC. This thing had a blueprinted engine in it, straight cut timing gear, it had everything. It was, but it was just old. It was a 1958 hold, had an FJ bench seat in it. It wasn't really a family car. It was old, but it was a head turner. And, you know, I kind of loved it actually. It was like, because, I have to go back a few years now because um, I've missed a couple of cars. And I have, I've missed a couple. At a HR station wagon. Uh, this is before I became like a father uh, and a partner. And I had a HT sedan, a red one. The HR station wagon was in undercoat. A deep dish chrome rims that were painted black and I discovered that they were deep dish chrome one day when I was giving it a bit of a clean and I also had an not an EH, an EJ which had been um, you know redone, I bought that off of somebody I was working with at Chickadee I loved that car too, I spent a lot of money on that as well because I was making a lot of money. Anyway, um, and then I think I broke my hand and 
couldn't work for a couple of months, so I ended up selling my car. So yeah, I missed a couple. So you know, by the time I'm, you know, you know, but by the time I became a a partner and a parent, you know, by the time I was 24, I probably had already 10 cars easily. So yeah, I just I forgot. Oh, and I had a motorbike in there somewhere in between all that because I remember swapping the HR station wagon for a motorbike um, and I rode that around an RD350 I rode that around for a while and um, yeah that was great I rode that around till it had like 11 months rego on it and that was how long I, I rode it around for and I used to ride that to work um, I spent a bit of money on it too and uh, I loved that and um I don't even I don't even think I had a license for it. Really, to be honest. Oh my god. So um yeah, I had a P PE, a PE 175, a road trail bike, and um what else? Yeah, okay, so let's go back to the um the the um that uh FC. 58, red, white, chrome, um, it had an HR front end on it, or uh, might have been a bit later model, with a disc brake front end, and um, I'd had a, a diff out of the HR, I think, I blew a diff up in it, so I had to put a bigger diff in that, didn't it, right? Anyway, I ended up selling that to a mate, which he bought another one, put it in the shed, and he was going to put it all together, and I don't even know if that ever happened. Um, and I think from there, I, I, I don't know, I jumped. I was buying, like, cars off a partner at the time. Her brother was a mechanic, so he'd be getting cars. And I, I think I bought this Peugeot station wagon, like, it, with the old cab. They call them Fijian taxis. And, um, and it was ugly, and I remember having to drive it backwards one day because we lived on a dirt road, and... It had rattled parts of the front brakes loose, and when I drove it forward, they locked up. And the only way I could, um, and and this sort of happened halfway down the road this day. It's like, oh no, I can't drive the car, so I had to drive it home backwards. Anyway, got that sorted out. I can't remember how long I had that one for, but I just remember the things that went wrong with it, and then. The, the transmission crapped itself one night when we were on our way to my current boss um, on my to his 50th, which was in um, Wickham, held in Wickham back then. And I was working for uh, John Spiro uh, demolition. Anyway, so the car crapped itself. We ended up getting a taxi, got to the party, um, and after that. I, I can't remember what we jumped into after that. So what I have to do is remember where we were living at the time. So we were at YE at that time. But we went from YE to YE Point because we wanted the kids to go to school at YE, right? So anyway, and they already were. Well, one of them was, and the other one was going to preschool in YE. So I might just jump in at the cars I mean jump into 
you know, what cars I had or I was driving at that time. And I think the um, the MISO, so the partner at that time, was actually learning to drive around that time. So, um, yeah, just trying to remember. I'm going to jump into after that. I've got a list of these written down somewhere because I started sharing them on Facebook when the COVID was on and everybody was sharing different things on there. Um, you know, the, the music that they were listening to at certain stages of their life and things of that nature. Uh, I think I, I was the one that started. Excuse me about the cars. So I'll get back into that after um, the the Peugeot station wagon, the Fujian taxi. That's where I'll stop right now with this. Okay, just uh, yeah, check it. Maybe share. Share maybe the, the, the biggest a heap of garbage that you've ever owned or driven and maybe your favourite car that you wish you had now because I've got a few <laughs> I'm from both sides of garbage that I've driven and uh, and things that I wish I had kept alright alright I'm good so here I am I'm just um, oh, I kind of recorded a podcast about the um, the state of origin coming up on Wednesday night, but I, I've put it in the library for now, and I'll have a listen to it and I think about it a little bit more, because it was kind of just, uh, I wouldn't say rushed, but just off the top of my head and just, um, not a lot of thought went into it, but I'm okay with what I said, with my thoughts and. But I, I, I think I just need to add a little bit more content to it, to be fair. So what I'm going to go on with is the um, cars and uh, finish getting, uh, t- uh, uh, picking up from what I left off, um, where I was previously, what I had. And um, I got into a, um, I think I got as far as, um, where we were living at the time in Kerry Bay and I was I had um, I think then from there the FC uh, and the Peugeot which seen as a YE and then from YE um, to YE Point so the cars that I had while I was in White Point for about, I don't know, eight or nine years, I think I was there. And the cars that I had while I was there, and I'm already up to a few already. So, and when I was sharing on my Facebook page, I've got pictures up to the Peugeot. So, and so there's, oh, and then my current, our car or our current car um, that we've had for a little while now. It's um, it's a good car actually. I mean, we've thrown another 
low kilometer engine in it and and replaced other bits and pieces some um, you know you shouldn't speak too soon about when we're dealing with cars because the you know things can change in a minute <laughs> cars might necessary evil but anyway all right so i got up to the peugeot station wagon so from there it's not really um a mental block but i'm just thinking about like what cars i had um from the peugeot the fc um the um yeah, from the, the from from the um, the FC, the Peugeot and that. So from when we moved from Y E to Y Point, so I've got, I've got a red Commodore wagon that I picked up cheap. It was like a VC or a VB, and it was nothing special, and it went quite well, um, and. Easy to work on, you know. You can do just about everything and anything. I don't remember where I got that from. I think I bought that off a mate, and I, I got it cheap, a few hundred bucks, and and it, it served its purpose at the time. I'm not sure what was happening there. Might have been um, in and out of work or between jobs or something, but it was a shit car, right? <laughs> Simple as that. But um, you know, I've always focused on what, um, you know, mechanically, uh, you know, just to make them reliable. Because I've mentioned before, you know, you, when you're younger, it's all, all about the wheels and the, the sound system and, you know, um, you know, what it looks like on the outside appealing. But under the bonnet, you know, it isn't, oh, well, it is a priority to some, but usually, you know, you'll find most young ones, um, you know, that don't have a lot of money. Uh, what, what's important is like if the, the wheels and, you know, the sound system and not much of that's changed. So as you get older, you know, you become, you know, like your priorities change and especially when you, um, you know, kids are on the scene, you've, you've, you've created a few lives that you're responsible for. So you're, um, you, you're just um, taking care of business then so what becomes important clearly is the um, is the uh, um, is the uh, you know the, the mechanical aspect of it tyres and suspension and brakes and you know the engine and just being reliable you know no good being broke, broken down on the side of the road you know, in the middle of summer or, or, you know, any time of the day or night, really, whatever the season is with the kids in the car, not good. So, um, yeah, so, yeah, yeah, so, yeah, things change. So I've got this list. It's sort of, I started jotting down a few things and, okay, I got up to this red Commodore um, and... Station wagon, and it wasn't much to look at, but I made sure um, it was, you know, mechanically, um, you know, reliable, sound safe, but it was kind of an in-between car, and I'm not sure what was happening at the time, work-wise. Why was I driving a shit car? Anyway, 
Um, so, um, um, direct Commodore Station Wagon. Um, I had a white one as well around the same time. I think I bought it off the father-in-law. It had a little bit of rust in it, but mechanically it was okay. I didn't mind the Commodores, like VB or the VC. And I just, um, and, and I like station wagons, and I have for different reasons. Um, uh, you know, you can, you know, you don't need a, a trailer <laughs> sometimes. You can sleep in the back if you need to. You can just, you know, they're good for, like, moving, transporting, work. They're just real versatile. You know, I've, I've never really been into sedans. I've, you know, I've had a few, but I've never really... I prefer um, station wagons, vans, things like that. So, here we go. So, I've gone into the Commodore station wagon, a red one, a white one. They were either VBs or VCs. Um, the white one was in better condition than the red one, but it did have a little bit of rust in it, trying to around the window or something. Um, but it was okay. It was, well, I swear it was the father-in-law's, and I swear the ex-father-in-law's, and um, he looked after his vehicle, so it was in reasonable condition when I got it. I didn't have to do much to it. Okay, so let's get on to... Um, I think there were, um, we, we, we ended up with two cars there at one stage. Um, it was a Toyota hatchback and it was one with the square headlights. It was like a Corona. Oh, it was, it was very early eighties. I don't think it was late seventies. I think it was really very early eighties. Oh, I just can't think. I'll find a picture of one. That's how I kind of determined what they were. But that was um, just a cheap pickup off the ex-brother-in-law who was a mechanic. And um, that uh, was a hatch. And it wasn't bad. It wasn't pretty. I think it was all just, you know, um, uh, undercoat. But, uh, you know, um, it was reliable. And Toyotas are, but still, you got to maintain them, right? Okay, then I picked up uh, an Escort, I think a Mark II, and I had two of them. I think one was a four-door and one was a two-door. One wasn't going. I bought one cheap off somebody for about 600 just to get to work. And and I bought one off the one of the other ex-brother-in-laws as a project and just had it in the backyard. And I never did anything with it. I just I bought it. I think he had it stored at the in-laws and they wanted it gone, so I ended up buying it. And, um, I didn't do anything with it, really. I don't even know if I had an engine in it. I can't remember. But I remember a white one, a Roland Shell. And the other one that I had, I bought, um, had an issue with the distributor. Um, but it was just a run-to-get-to-work car. And it was okay. It was something different. <laughs> I wouldn't have bought, wouldn't have bought buy another one. Um, but the RS2000s were the go back then. But that really, the, my very first car was an Escort. 
a uh, little two-door British racing green thing, early 70s. Um, actually liked it. I had a mate, a couple of mates that had them in station wagons. And, um, oh, and I had a mate who had a Cortina as well. Uh, the old square one. My uncle had one of those, a GT Cortina that he got for his 21st birthday. But, you know, mate, um, Brad, he had a, a brown one, I think. The square, the old square ones, early 70s, late 60s. And another mate we used to call Birdie. He had, I think, he had a, an escort panel van. Um, and then there was another guy who was a mate who had, I think, a yellow one. Um, a panel van, escort panel van. So cool. We'd all pile in the back. <laughs> totally illegal. But yeah, it's some good times in those. Um, Okay, so, all right, my point, here we go, Ford Korea Ute. I bought that off a guy that I was working with. Um, uh, um, I don't want to miss any. I just, I'm trying to go like a timeline thing. So, yeah, the, the Ford Escort or Ford Korea Ute, oh, it was a rust bucket. That was kind of, I just, I bought it because it was cheap. And I actually sold, um, I sold, the whole thing, I bought, I paid 300 bucks for it, I think, I think I sold it for like 600 or 800 bucks, because it had an aluminium tray, somebody had bought it for that, and had the drop sides and all that, it was all there, but it was just a rust bucket, and I was just using it to get to work, alright, then what did we get into there, from there, I'm trying to remember, because I ended up with a little white Barina, one of those bubble shaped ones, uh, and um, yeah, that was all right. Um, yeah. Oh, I don't, I don't think I missed too many. Anyway, we've, I've gone into, we, we had this. I, I'm pretty sure we're, we were, we were, there were two cars. For, you know, anyway. But yeah, we had two cars for a while. I'm trying to remember. Anyway, the little white Barina. What about the Pajero? Short wheelbase Pajero that I bought off a mate. And I got it off him cheap. And I um ended up at Aston Rust and I fixed it up. I wanted to keep it. It was great. I loved it. It was a short wheelbase four wheel drive. It was only a two door, but it was good. And I wanted to keep it. Now, my full intentions were to keep it. But um, I think I ended up selling it because it was a bit of a juice. It was a 2.6 litre, it was a juice guzzler. I think it was a five-speed. But it just drank the petrol, so I got rid of it. Anyway, um, I had full intentions of keeping it, and I actually didn't mind the car. Uh, it was the older uh, style Pajero short-wheel baseball driver bought off my old mate Cheech. Um, the Volvo. Um, oh, so we're still in Boy Point. So things get a bit interesting here. Um, many cars. So a Volvo, a blue one that I bought off another guy who I was friendly with. Um, he was a Volvo mechanic. I only paid 500 I think, for it. And the missus didn't like it. Um, 
and they're ugly, those uh, square Volvos. But you know what? Safest car on the road. And it, it, it kind of liked the petrol, did drink a little bit of petrol. I didn't mind it, to be honest, but she didn't like it. And I, so I sold that. I don't think, you know, he liked it. I, th I think I sold it for about seven fifty to somebody from Rose Bay. Um, and, uh, yeah, they they jumped on a train at YA and I just met a man and they jumped in it and drove it home. Um, oh, a Magna, like a 98, 99 model Magna. Uh, it wasn't bad, actually, that car. Uh, we, yeah, I enjoyed that. Oh, I think before the Magna, there was a Hyundai two-door. Yeah, at Wyoming Point, silver. Uh, it was a demo, so it had everything, tint, mags, carpets, everything. It wasn't a bad little car, but the ex had this thing about cars. Just did me head in sometimes and got rid of that after about a year and got this Magna. Uh, the Magna only had about 40,000 on it. Came from um, the North or Manly area, like Clontarf or something around there. It wasn't bad, actually. Went to Queensland in it. Did it got smashed by hail. I think I was working in uh, Sydney. Just going to football training there and it got just pumped with the hail and uh, they actually repaired it. <laughs> um, what, what was there after that? Oh, mate, how many cars have I had? Um, uh, the Magda, the Hyundai, the two-door. Um, oh, okay, so I think that's probably about it for Waypoint. Yeah. Yeah, well, because while there were many cars, like, we didn't, well, it wasn't just turning them over every six months. You know, a couple of them you'd have for a while, a year or two. But, yeah, there's still a few cars there that have gone through there. There's probably one or two missing. All right, so we get into, we move from there to Blue Haven eventually, right? And I think the oh, Ford Fairmont um, station wagon, like a 96, 97 model, good car. Went everywhere. It was solid. Had it for about two years, that car. It was around the time that I had the Barina. The white Barina was still there, was still in the picture. And we're getting into 2007. Yeah, so just before that, about 2005, 2006, I had a Ford Courier van that I bought. I paid like, I don't know, 500 bucks for it. It was a little beat up. It was ugly, but like it was fine. It was reliable. I bought it for football, actually. To cart things around. Yeah, yeah, that's right. So here we go. I'm missing a couple. Um, yeah, the Ford U. Um, had that at Blue Haven. Had that for a while. Went to Calandra and everything in it. Really comfortable car. Super comfortable. Big Ford. Uh, Fairmont. Um, 96 model. Aircon. Everything worked. It was really, it was a good car. I just drove that until it just, died i think i got like i don't know sold it to someone for 1500 bucks and then it died on them they left it out the front of our house um yeah that's right yeah so that went from blue haven back to ye 
So that was about 2010. Yeah, so um, I had that one for a little while, a couple of years, probably three years or something. Um, and, the, and the Barina was there in the picture at that, the same time. Okay, so I've gone from um, Blue Haven. Um, oh, yeah, while we're there, there's is another one around the same time at Blue Haven. Little Ford Festiva. I picked up from um, oh, from South Sydney, like from oh, um, oh yeah, it was yeah, it was in in the South Sydney area. I drove down there, and um, it was one of the square ones, and spent a lot of money on it, getting it all like you know, it was wasn't a bad little car. Put a nice little stereo in it. It was for the wife, get to work car, cheap on fuel, yeah, yeah. And my son took it for a joyride a couple of times. Left it out the front one night and some of his acquaintances had uh, poured some sticky stuff on it, sand and painted it. So, yeah, that was joy. Um, okay. So, I've got, where, where are you now? All right. So, from there, Volvo Turbo. Little four-cylinder auto Volvo Turbo little touring car great front wheel drive really responsive good on petrol like volvo you know really a nice little car um leather it was it was tidy i ended up putting a new engine in it turbo um yeah did the timing belt was kind of my fault um but not <laughs> Um, yeah, so, uh, but yeah, it cost about bloody $6,000 all up with everything, Red Jay, because it sat around for about six months and it needed a blue slip and had to put 12 months on it and insure it, engine, and then she went and traded it in on, um, what? Oh, just dipped my head in, just spent six grand on it. And I think, and because and I was messing around with other cars then. So we're up to, um, yeah, where it really gets interesting. And there's a, a few cars, actually. So I might just leave it here, though, um, because it really I need to write some stuff down. It really gets uh, busy after that Volvo. I think she traded that in for, um, oh, uh, might have been a Ford Territory. Um, and because we traded the Barina for the Volvo, um, at the same place, um, this car yard in there at Wyong, Tugger Strait there, um, uh, just over the bridge at Wyong, and you know, um, the Volvo was a good car, um, went everywhere in that too, um, and the Barina, I went everywhere in that Barina, um, and, um, yeah, then the, the Ford Territory, uh, there was a, a Nissan Duales. Um, yeah, things get really interesting from there, so I'm, I'll need to um, write write some stuff down and, yeah, and kick on from there. All right, well, enjoy. Thanks for listening. There's way more cars to come and the little stories in and around them too. Um, we're... I was living at the time and, um, yeah, a little, like I said, it's just raw, random, unscripted.
All right, enjoy. Thanks for listening. All right. I'm good. It's been a bit of a windy, breezy day, but a good day. Um, blue skies, a little bit of um, heat, but a little bit of sting in the sun. Only like 22 degrees. According to the car, you know, how accurate's that, though? Well, listening to the radio, you know, it's not far off the mark. Um, anyway, uh, so I've knocked out a podcast, you know, wrapping up the the um, the Melbourne Cup and and um, talking briefly about the the um, State of Origin game tonight and. I've done a YouTube as well and addressing a couple of uh, issues. Uh, you know, people just disrespect pretty much. Someone trying to fat shame me, somebody trying to pull me apart because I've promoted the Melbourne Cup. Um, it's just disrespect. And then um, another clown, I'll call this one a clown. Um, uh, someone's reported one of my YouTube videos um, uh, and it's a bunch of whole heap of those lorikeets um, or rosellas or whatever they are rainbow lorikeets I think um, feeding on the grass with some pigeons and, and whatnot at the jetty reserve um, Somebody reported it as not a suitable for uh, children's viewing. So it was, um, and it only goes for about a minute and a half. And it is not anything else in the footage other than the reserve, uh, some water shots. I think that a dog appears at some stage. But it's the birds all hopping around eating some bread or something <coughs> that was on the ground there. And um, yeah, some someone, but maybe they might may have meant to report uh, one of my others. But like, none of them are really like not viewable for kids. I mean, there might be, you know, the odd um, double entendre or or a, you know a, a mild um, uh, you know bit of a, a curse word or a, a bit of language, but. It's not, you know, most of them. I'm very careful. Anyway, some clowns out there, seriously. So, again, you know, I'll use, take the opportunity in this podcast, um, as I possibly should on most of them, at the very beginning, um, promoting other YouTube um, recordings and other podcasts that I've knocked out, you know, in the recent um, days. Uh, so, yeah, there's a couple there. Check them out. You uh, all should know where to go by now. Uh, my Instagram page is Dare to Win IRL. Uh, my um, Facebook page is uh, Dare to Win a Random Life. Um, and my podcast is Dare to Win a Random Life. Um, 
on Anchor and you can get it on Spotify, Overcast, um, and Apple Casts. Oh, there's a couple of, there's about eight. So, yeah, get on, have a look, check it out, have some fun, have a laugh, make some fun. You know, I, I, I don't take life that seriously. Like, on a lot of um, topics, and you know, like sometimes when I should be serious or I should be, um, you know, I should be serious or mature, <laughs> responsible, I struggle. Sometimes, yeah. But, you know, when business comes to business, um, you know, I'm reliable and uh, honest and trustworthy for the most part. <laughs> oh, I am. <laughs> and they reckon that you shouldn't listen to anybody that recommends themselves. I'm recommending myself. So um, I, was, I might just go on with the cars. Uh, on my you know, way to my next job. I think I got up to um, the the HQ one ton year that I spent a mozza on replacing all sorts of stuff. I think I, I put um, uh, electronic timing, uh, new fuel tank, radiator, um, uh, radiator cowl, is it? Or like a cover that covers the fan. Uh, I put, oh, I bought Chrome rocket covers. Um, oh, what do I do? I um, replace the carby and have one built and sitting spare. Um, oh, my, did so much springs, shocks, um, uh, what wheels, tyres, um, marine carpet on the on the rear aluminium tray, ribbed cherry marine carpet, looked awesome. Uh, you had it reupholstered in marine grade upholstery, so it was like a HV, you know, factor extreme, so that, you know, it wouldn't fade. Uh, and it had like a little bit of a, a leather grain in it, just a, a slight one, I didn't want too much, because they, tend to hold on to the dirt you know when uh, they do anyway oh, I love that car mate I love that car I'd gear, I'd replaced lots of stuff gear stick um, I did lots to it oh mate windscreen wipers badges steering wheel bench seat door trims um, and you quickly see where nine grand went um what else oh i did so much to that and i loved driving it until i developed like a tendonitis in my um forearms my upper forearms and it was quite painful uh so then i <laughs> yeah <laughs> stupidly the ex was like i'll buy the a bmw x5 so i did uh, from an auction and it was probably about seven year old it only had I think it only had like about 150 or 160,000 kilometres on it which wasn't a lot um, it came from uh, Alexandria um, it was owned by a printer 
because they left documents in it, and they actually um, uh, the car they had before the BMW, because the, all the doc, all the paperwork was in there. Um, they had a like a Mitsubishi Challenger, and they traded it for the the BMW X5. It was an auto. I liked the BMW X5. It was good to drive. It was solid. You, it was it was European. It was you, you know the the gauge of the metal was different. You know when you closed the door, you could feel it. You know um, it was more really much more expensive um, for um, you know services um, like the fuel filter was like. Uh, at the time, I think this might have been back in 2010, 11, 12, something like that. It was like, um, I don't know, it was like 90 or 110 bucks for the fuel filter. It was a micro fuel filter, obviously. Um, and and, and uh, as opposed to the HQ, the HQ fuel filter was like um, five bucks. <laughs> uh, that was gold. Uh, um, I just had to pull over. And they actually waved at me the ambos. God love them. Uh, you know, uh, they do a, a marvellous job um, under incredible circumstances. First responders um, can't, you know, give them enough uh, credit for what they do. Enough acknowledgement, enough praise for what they do. And, um, you know, the people that they have to deal with, um, you know, in the situations, um, you know, um, not always accidents. You know, sometimes they're dealing with some very ordinary people and their friends, their circle, you know. So, good on them. Yeah, it was just a moment there and I was able to get out of their way and they acknowledged it and gave, gave me wave. <laughs> that was, well, because you don't expect that. They're busy, mate. They're on a mission, you know. They're, they're going somewhere. They're, they're, they're you know, um, you know, got, um, you know, the difference of, 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 of a couple of seconds is huge in their business, like massive. Because we're talking about, you know, catastrophic stuff so thumbs up to the St John's Ambulance service and other first responders you know the fireys and that as well so right oh back to the car so the BMW I loved it I think I drove around for about a year and then it was like um I'd had enough then it was like right oh, I've done that so I sold it I think I partly paid about 20 for it, 22. I sold it to some bloke from Canberra for about 17. I could have got more if I was going to sit on it 
really, because it was worth it was worth still what I paid for it. And I'd serve. I think the first service I did do it was like two grand. Oh, I bought a key because it only had one key. I bought another key for it, which was about like six hundred bucks, something like that. And um, what else did I do? Um, oh yeah, the window mechanism on the driver's side had um, stopped working, so I had that replaced. Um, the car was good. Um, yeah, I sold it to some guy from Canberra who was moving to Victoria and um, and he drove it through every toll. He parked it illegally and all that and I got all these tickets. So I told you there's a story pretty much to most of the cars that are I'm getting closer to um, the current time. Like I'm, I'm only back about 10 years now. So, um, and it was really, it's been, it was, the last 10 years has been really busy with cars. So there's quite a lot to share and, and tell. Um, even more than the, the previous, uh, you know, uh, 10, 15, 20 years. Um, so like from, yeah, the mid eighties, when I first got my license, um, you know, up until, 2000, you know, we just got past the 2007 and 8 and 9, and, um, you know, here I am, because I still had that, um, that Fairmont 2010, right, so I think the Ute, because I remember, I remember 2009 or 2010, so I got that ute like maybe about 2011, 2010, 2011, probably the end of 2010, I think, around that time. Um, and yeah, and we had um, the Volvo at the same time. So uh, yeah, um, I think I had an interim car. I had a few. I wasn't really flipping cars at that stage, but it kind of happened a little bit, just briefly. Um, and then I got into it, the flipping like, at, oh no, probably 2015. I started flipping, and yeah, the end of 2015. Um, and it, it wasn't um, by design, it just how it happened. Uh, yeah, um, what was I driving? Yeah, I, 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 yeah, okay. So I, I didn't uh, um, have much of a car. To see the uh, sometimes on the road, it's, it's difficult. So I'm trying to remember. Um, anyway, uh, I'm, um, I remember um, I, was, I was driving uh, yeah, so yeah, the BMW, oh, then the Chevy Blazer. Oh, I bought it from Lithgow. It was uh, some some chick's weekend, you know, ride, and um, it was immaculate. It was it was a 4.3 litre, so it was 0.1 litre bigger than the, the HQ. 
I still had the HQ at this stage. So I, I sold the... Um, I sold that BMW X5. A good car. I, I, oh, that's right. It had a ding in the front panel too. Uh, on the side of the like, front fender. Front. And, yeah, um, and it, I think it cost me about 600 bucks to fix that because he had to match the paint and that. It wasn't like, you know, it's BMW, mate. Just think of a price and then double it. Really, and that was a friend of a. That was like my mate's uncle doing it, and he looked after me. Anyway, um, so that yeah, I got rid of that, and I bought the Chevy Blazer. Oh, it had 22-inch Menzari rims, and it had um, Wilson, I think, whatever you call them, front all suspension. Oh, it had like it was heated seats. It had sunroof and everything was like all the bells and whistles and that. And it only had, like, it had been in Australia about t 10 years at that time. Imported from Japan. Made for the Japanese market. Um, because in the, in the back where the tools and all that are kept, there's a little compartment where... Uh, you know, they keep the jack and there was a bloody instructions written in Japanese and little gloves what they wear to change the tyre and it's definitely made for the Japanese market. All the signs were there, right? And so they get rid of their cars, you know, low kilometres because of pollution, right? So this thing, um, when it was brought to Australia through Brisbane, um, didn't have a lot of kilometres on it. On average, um, it had done about six or seven thousand kilometres a year. On average, um, I don't even know if Japan's that long. <laughs> you know what I mean? So um, that's probably a lot of kilometres in Japan. I don't know, but it was in great condition, leather, heated seats. Uh, it was everything. It was just thirsty. I, 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 I think it was it was thirstier than the BMW. Uh, so, we enjoyed that for a little while, but the issue with that, the Blazer was spare parts. Um, it was an imported car. Not easy uh, to get parts for. Um, you could, I could have imported them or brought them on eBay and had them shipped in, but you got to wait a couple of weeks, so you're without the car. And I didn't really think about it at the time when I bought it. It really, it kind of did cross my mind, but I just went, oh, you know, whatever, it'll be all right. So even things like fan belts and yeah, you know, just the simple things just weren't that easy. Like there were two places in Sydney, one place in Manly area and one in Blacktown area. It sold parts for these things. But they wanted three times the money of what I could bring them in. Like for a ball joint, you know, it was like 40 bucks. If I brought it in from um, America, they wanted 120, you know. So uh, I, eventually I sold that. I paid eight, I think, for it. I sold it for seven um, cash uh, to a young fella. Um, 
who I'm not, I don't know if it was his money, but it was his first car. What a first car. Those 22-inch Menzari rims, um, you know, they were chrome. And, I mean, you know, I had to clean that car every day. Like, I ha it had to be, like, wiped over with chamois or it just looked like crap. It couldn't roll around in that. You know, it, it was just that sort of car you needed to keep it clean, right? Anyway. You know, I had some fun in that too. So did the guys. I was coaching a football team. They all got rides in it and, and rides in the Boomer and they, they enjoyed it, you know. We had a few laughs and that. But, um, yeah, that was a, a juice guzzler, that Chev Blazer. Um, it was a V6, but it was a bigger uh, leaderage than the, the, the HQ. So it was like a 4.3. Um, and uh, yeah, the HQ was like a 4.2. So I got rid of that for two reasons. Um, the petrol, I just resent, you know, I was coughing up like 80 bucks and I wasn't even getting 420 kilometres out of it. Um, so, it was too much. So, anyway, um, I'm trying to remember where I went into after that. I, I remember um, uh, I remember uh, I bought a HQ. No, I bought a HZ. Um, I was looking for parts for the HQ. You know, I don't even know what it was I was looking for. I was looking for something to do, and I'm just curious, you know. And I've seen this HQ, HZ rather, sedan, 200,000 kilometres on it, owned since new, the people, was an 80-something year, 83, 84-year-old woman. Her husband passed away. She was scared to drive it. She just wanted the money, what it was worth, insurance. Anyway... It only got up to about $1,900 when I seen it on eBay. And I just went, you know what, I'm going to have a bid on that. And I won it for $1,900. Couldn't believe it. I sold it about a year a year later for about four. But I'd, I'd put electronic ignition, the same as what I did with the HQ. I'd, I'd replaced um, four tyres and put a new... Um, alternator in it and you know so I, I'd spent about 1300 I think in total on it so I didn't lose um, yeah and I paid $1900 for it and and I kind of uh, you know um, at one stage I felt a little bit guilty but like the woman wasn't selling it herself a neighbour was and so it was all good. I, I wasn't there to rob anybody either, you know. Um, but she said she was just happy. So it wasn't insured for that much. Well, when I insured it, five grand straight away. I wish I'd have kept it now. But if I had known what was happening to Holden, should have seen it though, coming. Like with, you know, all the Holden bits, everything being manufactured overseas. But I just wish I had have 
rolled that in the garage and the HQ. That's it. Out of all the cars that I've had, those were the two most recent ones I had from like 2010 to about 2013, something like that. And I drove them both full regular, you know, everyday rides. Loved it. Loved the HZ. Original 200,000 kilometres on it. Just straight. It was, and you know, um, I still had a little rag tucked in there from the old bloke when he drove it, you know, to and from work. Oh, just, you know, that, those things, motoring, right? Those things that you appreciate, but you also take for granted because, you know, you, you, you think that they're just going to be there forever. But now I try and buy one for 1900 bucks or even three grand or even five grand. Try and buy one. Anyway, I've got no regrets. I had to do what I had to do at the time. Like, you know, financial situation changed, you know, with work and and, uh, and then the marriage break up and, and all that stuff. So I, I did what I did anyway, and it went to a good home. The HQ did as well. I don't know what's happened to that. I haven't been in touch with the guy that brought it. I used to, um, but, yeah, I don't know what happened. But, um... Anyway, so from there, I can't remember um, what happened. Um, I, I know all of the cars that I had during that period. I just don't know. Um, I'm not quite sure in what order, you know, because I... Um, uh, uh, what did I drive? What was I driving? Oh, there were so many cars, mate. Um, there really were, and I've got like a little list written down, and obviously I'm not looking at it because I'm driving. So I, I might just end this podcast soon, and where am I up to? I'm up to the HZ, HQ, HZ. I've done the BMW X5. I've done the Chevy Blazer. Um, um, Oh, can't think. Oh, yeah, I've done the Duala 7 I've done the Ford Territory, the Volvo. These are all cars that we had at NYE. Um, I remember buying a car for my eldest son. My dad ended up with it. Um, uh, oh, I can't remember. Anyway, I will soon, and I'll jump back on and I'll pick up from where I left off. Um, I'm at YE and I've been through most of the cars that I've had at this stage. So all in good. All right. Um, go to the Blues, and uh, yeah, I'll talk to you again soon. Thanks for listening.